Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, dear ones. I have such a cool, heartfelt, soulful episode for you today. And I sit down with my dad and have a conversation with him. And I come out of the spiritual closet with him on the air for the first time. And we have a conversation with you guys. And this really wasn't planned. It just kind of came out organically. And I shared with him aspects of myself and my spiritual beliefs that I've never shared with him before. And it's this episode is coming at such a great time because I just recorded an episode called accommodate ghost or get uncomfortable. And we'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes. And it's about when it's time to get uncomfortable with the people you love because there's, in this example, a piece of yourself that you've kept hidden because you thought it might make your loved one feel uncomfortable or they won't like it or it will cause tension. So you've just basically ghosted that part of yourself as in not express that part of yourself so you wouldn't have to get uncomfortable. Well, my dad and I get a little uncomfortable in today's episode, which you will see, but I can tell you I'm recording this intro after the conversation I'm about to share with you. And as I describe in this episode about getting uncomfortable, when you do it with the right person at the right time in the right way, you up level your relationship. And I'm feeling in this moment so full, so high vibrational, because I really feel like my dad and I just profoundly up leveled our relationship. None of this was planned. I just got called to interview my dad on the podcast. I didn't even have a topic in mind. This all just came out organically, and it was all because I was just allowing my heart to guide me to my next step. And it was difficult at a certain point, which you're going to hear in a minute. And it was definitely uncomfortable. And halfway through the recording, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm just going to have to edit all that out. But I want you to know I'm not editing anything out. You're going to hear the whole, you know, the, the good parts, the bad parts, and the uncomfortable parts. And the end result was something that was really powerful and really amazing and really up-leveling for my relationship with my dad. So I'm excited to share. In today's episode, I come out of the spiritual closet to my dad. We chat about what happens after you cross over, and we explore how to talk about your true beliefs, even when you know your loved ones may feel differently or may not like it. We'll end on an invitation that will have you connecting deeply to the voice of your higher self, so you can get clearer on what it is you truly believe, so you can share those beliefs to the right people at just the right time. So be sure to stay with us until the end. 
Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this global community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we are pursuing our soul-guided dreams while lifting up humanity. Find a link to join our closed Facebook group at allisonscammell.com or in the show notes. Today, I'm talking to my dad, Larry Strohshine, and we have a heartfelt conversation And I really do hope you receive something that you need on a soul level from it. Please enjoy. So I'm sitting here with my dad. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So most of my guests have very professional grade bios that I read that they probably spent thousands of dollars on to make sound super polished. Do you have that? It's called School of Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah. So why don't you go ahead and, I like this school, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Yes, I'm a fourth generation farmer here in South Dakota and rancher. We have beef cows also. And I, that's been my whole life, and my whole dream is just to uh, work with my cattle and, and, and raise crops and just love it. I think that's something so powerful that you and Mom always modeled to me, that you always loved your work. And she loved her work, and she had a placard on her desk in her office that said, I love my job. And I think that was like one thing... I, when I was little and I was a little farm girl with an active imagination and we didn't have, you know, we, we got, we had two television channels. So I got to watch Sesame Street. Yep. Yeah. I saw, I got, I watched that twice a day. Once was the new episode and then later in the day was the rerun from yesterday. But beyond that, I didn't have screens like most people my age didn't have any sort of technology to occupy my time and we didn't have neighbors so i didn't have the next door neighbor kids to play with no i had my brother yes but often i was on my own and it created this wild imagination and i always dreamt of getting on a plane and going off to far off lands and helping people in need i didn't have the words for it but i ended up manifesting that exact career i had envisioned as a child Even I didn't have the words for it. And then I got about five years into that 17-year career and realized that it wasn't the career I wanted. And I think because you and mom modeled that you always just loved the work you did, I was not going to settle for doing work I didn't love in the world. Like, that just was never an option for me. So thank you for modeling that. Well, you're welcome. I really didn't know that's what I was doing, but I'm glad that it worked out that well. And what is it that about farming that you loved so much? Well, just to 
watch things grow. You know, you you plant this little seed in the soil, and then magically it sprouts and grows, and then it it generates its own seed. In the same way with the cattle, you match up the bulls with the with your cows, and then you get the baby calf, and it's just the reproduction of things that help sustain life, human life. So that really isn't why you do it, but that's what the result is. Yeah. So you know that I'm a spiritual person, not so much in a religious perspective, but more like, you know, I believe that we are all, you know, energy and we're all connected. And I believe that there is, we were just talking about this this morning over coffee you know, I believe that there's consciousness in the wind and in the water, and you may not totally align to all that, which is totally fine, but I will say that you have found a prayer rock. That's what you used to call it, and I've taken that on. I don't know. What do you call it now? Well, yeah, it, prayer rock or, or, or thinking rock. Just go up there and kind of clear your mind and, and just let your mind wander. Yeah. So it's this rock in the middle of a pasture and it's, you know, you get a beautiful view of a creek and usually there's a few cows either close to you or in the distance, depending on where they're grazing. And you can hear the birds and the grass rustling. And so how was it that you started? How did you find this rock? Well, I did always naturally. It's a huge rock, you know, it's, it's a, Tall is is a chair you sit on, and almost the big around is your kitchen table. So it's a huge rock. Naturally, it's always there. It just was always there. Well, then one in the spring of the year, I just for whatever reason I don't know, I just stopped my ATV and and sat on it, and the geese were flying over, and and they were migrating north, and and they talked to each other as they fly, and they were making this sound like a symphony orchestra and then it was spring of the year and the metal arcs were migrating north and one of them chirped and made its beautiful sound and i did i just after that i just kind of got hooked and so i'm just driving around and then i'll say oh, i'm just gonna putz up on my rock i called it a prayer rock and i do pray up there but but not the whole time I'm there. I'll be there for 15, 20 minutes, but my prayers are really short. And then I just sat there and just let my mind wander. And you listen to the metal arcs and you listen to the... Yes, the metal arcs and then the, maybe a rooster pheasant will be crowing off in the distance, yes. Yeah, it's a special place. I like to go there, although on this particular trip home, and I'm I'm home obviously in South Dakota, which... My dad and I are in the same room together. We're not Zooming each other as we record this. I was getting frustrated with the ticks. Yeah. I like to sit on the rock and meditate. And when I looked down, I had ticks all over my pant legs. And I did not I like, like that. It. So <laughs> I haven't spent as much time on that rock as I had wanted to. But I don't think it's random that you found that rock. I believe that the area around that rock is what some people call an energy vortex where you you find these energy vortices 
at certain points around the planet. And it's just a very, you know, it can be described as a as a really almost like a portal door to the spiritual realm if if you're open to that, where you really can get messages coming in from crossed over loved ones, from God, from source, whatever you whatever you pray to, from angels, archangels. And I just don't think it's a coincidence or an accident that you came to notice this rock that's always been there and decided, I'm just going to come out here and sit. Well, that certainly could be true. Something clicked all of a sudden. You know, and I, I don't know why do you do spontaneous things in other realms other than this, but that was just a spontaneous thing that I had done, and, and it was, then it kind of changed my thinking about that rock, and so then I, periodically I would just go up there and, and like I said, just set, and, and I haven't come up with any earth-shaking decisions or anything. It's just to go up there and, and just sit and clear your mind. Do you feel like it maybe reduces stress or calms you? or? Well, it probably could. But I, in my retirement years, I, well, of course, you'd probably disagree about <laughs> But my stress level is way low compared to when I was actively farming and ranching. Oh, no. I would agree with that. Yes. I remember your stress levels when yes, you were a farmer. I know, especially when the cows got out. Oh, yeah. I have burned in my memory the these. Yes, you are definitely more mellow yes, in retirement. I know. So anyway, to go up there and say my stress level is lower, well, it's really quite low before I sit down. So, but, but it's, I just do enjoy it. Do you feel like it could be like a religious experience, like people go to church to pray or they go to whatever house of worship to pray? Do you feel like it could be like that? Yeah, I, I really do to a degree. And in fact, I have on a Sunday of where I didn't go into a building, into a church, I've gone out there and, and sat on my rock for 15 minutes and in my mind, I was making an uneven trade, so I really feel you don't have to be in a church building to go to church. So, yeah, I really do think that. I really do think that, too. And for me, it's always like that. that's where I experience my religion in that deep connection to a higher power is always when I'm out in nature. That's where I've experience it most profound. And I, you know, I do believe that wind has consciousness and rock, you know, earth, mother earth, water, fire, earth elements do have messages for us. And I I know I believe that there's life force behind those earth elements. And being out in nature like that is just such, you know, we, we can connect deeper to our intuition deeper to a higher power when we're in those natural elements more powerfully than anywhere else. And so I think that's why it's so important to like have that spot, that sacred spot. And this is definitely your sacred spot. Yes. 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 And I like to go, I've borrowed your sacred spot. Well, good, dude. Definitely. It's it's open, open rent-free to anybody. <laughs> yeah. 
And I like to actually stand on the rock and the energy vortex will, if you just kind of stand really lightly, you will just naturally start going in a circle, in a circle. You will feel the energy of the vortex. And I know you had said you, you haven't really felt that before, but the no. next time you go out there, you're going to yes tune into it <clears throat> and see. Well, my balance because of my age is such to where I could not get on top of the rock to stand just because of my my aging physical ability, but I, I'm going to stand alongside of it. Do and, that. And see if I, I feel that. Will you report back? I can re- Yes, I will <laughs> report back. So, yeah, my place that I like to go when I'm not here in South Dakota is the dunes in where I live in the Netherlands. There are sand dunes that are built up because I live b- below sea level. And those are the, that's the barrier that protects me from being, from the Atlantic Ocean dumping on top of me. And there's trees and dune grass. And I find that to be sort of a magical place. And I like to go in and connect with the trees. And I believe trees have consciousness. And I go in and I, I will actually even hug trees. Yep. Well, I haven't hugged my rock yet, but maybe I could. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> I think that, yeah, yeah. Give an- Another thing to give a try. Yes. <laughs> so I need to report back. And then report back how the hug went. So that area where your prayer rock is, is an area where you've found a lot of Native American artifacts. Well, not necessarily. I found them on our property, but not just right in that area. Yeah. But it, but on our property, yes. And I just have this sense when I'm on your prayer rock that, you know, we weren't the first people to be sitting on it and the first people to discover it. And I just feel the energies of the people before us that also found that energy vortex, I believe, and were seated on that spot. Do you ever feel that? Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The According to well, folklore, folklore, I guess, there was supposed to be an Indian village just right on the other side of the creek down there in that oxbow in the creek. So there had to have been Native American people set on that rock. There just had to have been. Yeah, I sometimes feel it, feel the presence and feel the energies that's there. And, you know, I communicate with those who cross over if you're open to that. Are you open to that? No, I'm really not. You, I, you don't think I can communicate? Well, I I, I got to take the fifth. Might, okay. might incriminate me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> so well, do I do. When people I am, die, you just, they just die. No, no, no. I believe definitely that there's a hereafter and, and heaven or whatever you want to Call it, yes, yes, but whether one can communicate back and forth, I don't know about that. I would, I would sure love to, but yeah, and nobody has actually came back and said, this is how it is in heaven. It's A, B, C, and D. I mean, everybody's got their own thoughts on how it is. The Bible tells you how it is, but nobody has really came back and, you know, the Bible's been reinterpreted out of many different languages and then it's always being updated. So how do you know what has been left out or added to uh, with all the, the different passages in the Bible? 
Yeah, but people have had, many, many people have had near-death experiences. And if you take if you take all those accounts and bring them together, a really, really similar picture forms. Yeah, they but, all have a very similar account to what happens when they cross over and come back. Well, I know, but they, but my point is the day-to-day life, if, if there is such a thing as day-to-day life after you cross over, what, what's it like for the first two weeks or the first week or, or you know, do we are we there for the next... 100,000 or next million years? I have my opinions on what happens. Well, I, I yes, I'm sure you do. <laughs> but is that what it is, an, an opinion? Well, someday we're all going to find out. I know, but I can't report back to you. Yes, but you can. Okay. I'm here to say you can. <laughs> so presuming that you would cross over before me, I will be here to communicate to you. And then maybe you will see, oh, oh Allison... There was something to what she was saying. It won't be the last argument I get to win with you. Well, I beg the difference. You have yet to win your first one. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so it'll be the first argument that I win with you. And I'm here to say that I will be here every step of the way to support you in that when it happens, you know, many, 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 many years in the future. But yeah, it's, yeah, we've gone deep on this one. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really deep. <laughs> Do we need to like go back up to something lighter? Get back to the metal arcs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's good. I mean, I, I believe, I mean, I think it's good to have these conversations, even though they're tough and they're hard and we disagree and it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay to have different perspectives. But I think what I, a lot of the listeners of this podcast kind of, do align to the idea that we can communicate to crossed over loved ones and we do kind of have an idea of what happens when we cross over you know or when we pass away and what i'm trying to tell these my people is it's okay to talk about it i think for so long we were afraid to say anything because we were afraid to look different and be different and go against mainstream thinking and i'm just saying let's start talking about it even if other people disagree, it's okay, but at least we're having a conversation and opening people up to the idea that this could be possible. Yes. Well, I, and then I think it goes back to Christianity. And so when you talk about your type of spiritualism, it it's really not Christianity. And I think that maybe that's why people don't talk about it, because it's, we are supposedly Christians and so you don't talk about anything except Christian Christianity, and that's not a very ta- a subject that's very discussed very often amongst anyone. Well, that's true. Is that? And just you know, a lot of listeners of this podcast come from different faiths. You yes, know, Jewish faith, Muslim faith, non-denominational faiths, and so we're. So we, my dad and I, were raised Christian, so we have yes. this Christian perspective. Yes. And I am not at all against it, but I do believe that you're right. I think talking about this does go against a lot of Christian ideologies. And I, I definitely notice with my clients who are Catholic, because in the Catholic faith, the only person who can talk to God is a priest, if I'm getting this right. Correct me, Catholic listeners, if I'm wrong. 
And they have a real hard time with the fact that they could communicate with an angel or a crossed over loved one or something because that, you know, they were told from a very young age that only the priest can do that. So, you know, these these beliefs, you know, that we get from childhood are deep and the ones you align to that feel true to you, fantastic. But I think when you do get a belief and you get older and you're like, wait a minute, I don't really align to that thing. It can be hard to just say that, to be the person who says, I don't align to that one thing. And I believe something else. That's not always easy to say. Yeah, well, that is true. And because you don't want people to be judging you. And so then we we all want to be alike. And so being alike, why then there's no judgment. Right. There's no tension no, in the no, relationship. Yes. Well, and yes, and I appreciate that. And I think there's sometimes it's fine to just be, there are times when, you know, it's just okay to, to be in the group and, and not create the tension. Yes. But I do think that there are times when you, your heart is calling you to say, hey, wait a minute, I don't see the world that way and I see the world this way. And and so my message to my people is, you know, wait, wait for your heart to call you, that voice of your intuition, that voice of your higher self that says, I see the world differently or I see that perspective differently. And for a lot of spiritual people, the way I define spirituality, we've been really afraid. We've been afraid to be ostracized. We've been afraid to be branded weird or anti-Christian. And a lot of a lot of my listeners who would identify as Christian believe that they are Christian and, you know, they believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ and believing that they can talk to crossed over loved ones, etc. So I think what as what we're evolving to is everything getting a bit more nuanced, right? And it's not as black and white as maybe it was once interpreted when I was a kid and certainly when you were a kid. And so for me, I just am trying to open up that we have less of a black and white interpretation of how things could be. Yeah. Well, there always is a a minister or a priest or a rabbi or somebody is ahead of that church and I mean the building, that congregation. The religious institution. Yes, and so then because they're supposed to have the training, they had the education, and so then the common people go to them and and think that they're more knowledgeable. And, and so then they base their knowledge on what they've been taught in school and trained and then what they read in the Bible, whereas... Things like yours is is a, more of a practical experience, and, and something that is something that you have experienced and you have done yourself, and you didn't go to a clergy man or woman with their expertise with your questions. Yeah, but we've all heard about the air quotes, educated person who is not really acting very educated. (laughs) I have examples that I know you would agree with. Like when someone with this education you describe told my niece that she couldn't pray into heaven to her her grandmother who passed away, to whom she was very close because only the clergyman gets to pray to God. And you little girl can't pray to your 
your your passed on grandmother. I mean, we're supposed to be okay with that? Well, no, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> no. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And we, we can't, of course, certainly I am not coloring everybody with the same brush. Yes. And there's a lot of people of, of the faith, of the cloth, who are well-intentioned and well-studied and whatever. For me, it really gets down to my heart. And I know that that's kind of like, yeah, well, does your heart did did your heart get ordained to be a minister? Well, no, not in the classical sense of going to seminary school and, and getting a degree. No. But I really do feel like my heart, my higher self will guide me to those principles, to those beliefs that are really what I need, what I need on a soul level. And I always say I believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ, but I don't necessarily align to all of the things in the Christian church, I just, I just don't. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that's my philosophy. Well, getting back to your, our, your niece and what is related? Your granddaughter? Yeah. Yeah. Our granddaughter. <laughs> getting back to her, I think that the minister was taught that in seminary. So that's why he relayed that to her. I'm sure he was. Yes. And that's, you know, that's a, this, this, particular faith is a more conservative sec or more more conservative yeah. facet of the church. Yes. But yeah, I'm sure he did. Yes. And I don't align to that no, in any way, wait. shape, or form. No, I don't either. Yeah. Really don't. No. So yeah, you know, I think we're evolving and these type of questions like we don't like I have these conversations with my peers all the time. But you and I never sit down and talk about this. Never do. Nope. And I want to. I mean, we don't have to talk about it all the time. That would be exhausting. Yes, it would. But I want you to know this part of me. You don't have to believe everything I believe, but I want you to know what I do for a living. You know, like I I help people, you know, at, at their core, I help people connect to their heart so they they can discover for themselves what they truly believe. That's what I do. And we don't talk about it that often. No, we don't. We just, no, we don't. This is probably the first time we've had this type of a conversation ever. On the mic. (laughs) On the mic. (laughs) Yeah, so I hope it's been okay for you. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been okay. Fine. No problem. Yeah. And isn't it better for you to know me better? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. It is. It is. Yes, it is. And I think the reason why I don't, talk about it is because I don't want you to make you feel uncomfortable and I don't want to you know I, I don't get to see you that often so I want it to be nice when we're together right so I I don't share it you know I just yeah. keep it inside yeah and that at a certain point that doesn't feel good anymore oh and you didn't do anything these were my choices I made yes but I've really set the intention that I'm gonna just be me well yeah that's but yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you be you or you. Yes. So. And it's not. Yeah. I know that there are times when it's it's just better to be not say anything because you're with people who just aren't going to hear it. No. And it's not going to go anywhere. And so those are the times that I'm perfectly happy to just be quiet and nod my head and not be the contrarian and be the one who says well, I think that's a load of, you know, crap. Yes. But I think that there are times where you just have to 
you know, there are times on the flip side of that where it is time to speak up and say, this is my perspective. This is how I see it. And it goes against religious ideals. It goes against what we learned in Sunday school. But it's really important. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think a lot of the listeners of this podcast will really relate to this because I think they found me because they are similar in this way. And we feel like we're different. And so my, I feel like part of my sole mission is to really let people know you're not different. There's a lot, there's a lot of people out there like me who see the world similar to me, generally, like generally speaking. And I just want these listeners to know that it's okay. It's okay to be different. It's okay to have these different ideas. It's okay to follow your heart. And in fact, I believe at the end of the day, if we do anything right in this lifetime, it's to follow your heart. If we do anything right, it's following your heart. And that's really the message that I want to pass on to others. And sometimes following your heart means going against all the things we learned in childhood, all the things society tells you. But nothing knows your path better than what your heart's guiding you towards. Yes. 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 <laughs> so we, my dad and I actually recorded this yesterday. This is a very different conversation. And the audio didn't work. <laughs> And yesterday we were talking about nuclear bombs yes. and like all sorts of crazy stuff that I'm like, oh my Artif gosh, artificial intelligence. intelligence. I'm like, oh my gosh, we've never talked about this on Soul Guide Radio. But then I literally couldn't get the audio to work. So we kind of had to re-record and I didn't know it was going to go here, but it went there. Yes. And I hope it wasn't too uncomfortable for you. No, no, not at all. No, it was not. Awesome. It is not. Cool. And don't you think like having a conversation actually like this can bring us closer? For sure. For yes. Sure. Yes. So if you're listening and you want to have this type of conversation with someone you love, I think that if your heart is guiding you towards it and if that person really loves you, it can bring you closer together. Yes, it can. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, dad, any other well, any other responses or perspectives from your side? Well, let's see. I'm not really. I don't think I kind of know. I I know where you're coming from, but yet I have doubts about it. And and maybe I'm a doubting Thomas or here or something. But and then. I have a lot of doubts with Christianity too, so no thing. And I don't know where I get this intelligence or inspiration that I should I would know anything different than anyone else. But I just guess maybe it's because probably the the only thing I have left to do of any significance at my age is die. So in that process, which is probably not that many years away. I do think about it more. When you're younger, you don't think about this stuff. But now that I'm up in years, I do think about it more. Yeah, I, I understand that. Well, my perspective, and I want, I mean, I want you to know, I'm a thousand percent okay that you don't, you're not a hundred percent on board with everything yeah. I'm saying. I think that's okay. That's yes. the way of the world. We're never 
ever all going to be 100% on board. No. And that's okay. And it's just being okay with those differences. Yeah. That's really, you know, a, 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 a trick, I think, to relationships growing and evolving. My perspective, Dad, is, again, my perspective is that death is definitely nothing to be feared. You know, we are energy. Energy cannot die. So the energy will live on. And I will, you and I will definitely be in lots of communication and conversation. So I will be here for you. And, you know, the period after people cross over is a time, you you know, when you're crossing over correctly. Now, people have traumatic deaths and that takes a different, that looks a little bit different. But when you are in elder age and you cross over in elderhood, there's a time of transition where you say goodbye to everybody and you kind of process things. I will be there to connect you with your spirit guides. So you can, you will have the support of crossover loved ones, your your guardian angels who have been with you for your whole life. They will all, they'll all be surrounding you and supporting you. And you will then, once you feel like you've really kind of said your goodbyes and you've transitioned, you will be ready to go on to the next thing. Okay, good. And it's really, it's really, you will feel no pain. When we cross over, it's this, it's just this amazing, amazing vibration of love, wisdom. You know, there's this very profound sense of love and wisdom. And it is is really beautiful. And so this is my perspective. I, I'm someone who did cross over and come back. And so I'm sharing with this because maybe as you're considering it, which I think is a wise thing to do. Yes. And I actually think we should all be doing it at it, not, you know, maybe over the age of 30, maybe not when you're a kid, but I think it's, it's a good thing to think about. So when that time comes, you just feel ready. I think that's the best way to cross over is you just feel ready. And I think giving it some thought, how it could be, you know, what do I want to do before that day happens? What do I want to make sure I said? I think that's just wise. And I think we don't talk mm-hmm. about this enough because we fear it, Right. So let's just have a conversation about it. Well, and when you're younger, you have so many other irons in the fire. You know, you have your family and you have your job and and your home and, and so many more obligations that you basically don't have time to think about anything than kind of the necessity of the minute. But when you get older and your children are all... Uh, have been gone for a long while. And, and in my case, and, and sharing my wife's case, things with our children and grandchildren really, really, really went well as a family unit. And so your thought process, sure, you want them to be healthy and, and, and stuff, but as far as worrying about them is not nearly as much as when you're in the process of raising your children when, when everybody has got their individual challenges and then you want to, as a parent, help them. So then when you get old-er, <clears throat> old-er. Not old. No, just, no, or, just old-er. Wiser. Why, why then all those things have been taken care of and the next generation's turn then is to take care of them same challenges. And so then you, you just have more time to have a different train of thought 
And you've got your Think Rock prayer I, rock. I've got my prayer rock, which I do use. And yeah. I probably should use it a little more. And I kind of neglected it a little bit this year for a, for a kind of a lazy reason. And that is there's a gate going into the pasture and, and it has a couple of cumbersome small chains on to keep the gate closed. Oh, no. Listen, yeah. that gate is no joke. So anyway, I, I couldn't get through that gate. That is not a lazy reason. You so, need a new gate. I know. And so, but I use that for my excuse. Oh, my God. And everybody's always looking for an excuse. Well, but, that's true. Yeah, we and that know. was my crutch. Yeah. And I was using that gate as my crutch. Well, and, and But I have been, I did fix that gate by the way and and so i now, can now the ticks what not, do we do about the, the, the ticks? ticks i don't know we're gonna have to well do ask them to leave yes then ask to them leave. nicely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go somewhere else no this has just been a really cool cool conversation and oh and so i'm just as we kind of wrap this up i believe again getting back to you know my my many many beliefs we choose our parents I believe we choose our lifetimes. I believe that we live many lifetimes and that we choose our lifetimes based on what we need in that lifetime. And that even if you've had really bad parents, very traumatic childhood, I know that's kind of a sometimes a maybe you difficult to wrap your head around, but I believe on a soul level, we choose our challenges. So if for some reason we needed a difficult childhood to heal or whatever, we will choose that to help us heal, grow, learn, and evolve to the next level. And I always say that this was not my lifetime to have crappy parents. Oh. <laughs> right? And I cho- I chose two really, really amazing parents. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> my head's getting pretty big yeah, here. That's right. That's good. <laughs> All right, Dad. So you do have, you knew this question was coming because I asked you yesterday when we did take one about leaving our listeners with an invitation. You are the guest of honor, and that's inviting them to anywhere you want to invite them to go. Oh, yes. Well, I would invite you to come here to our farm and ranch, and we can get on the ATV and putz out into the pasture where where the native grass is and, and see the cows and the cabbies and... Listen there again to the metal arcs or any other birds. There's king birds and and rooster pheasants and and we can definitely be up go up there on the rock. I'll make sure I get that gate fixed so we can <laughs> don't it so it's not a challenge to get up there to the rock. And and just I think you'd really enjoy it. The sky is bright, you'll be able to see the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper and the North Star and and maybe any other uh, uh, formations up there, star formations. So come come to Sleepy Hollow. I love it. That's the name of our family farm, farm. Sleepy Hollow USA. And what a nice invitation because I do an annual retreat here where some lucky, lucky souls get to come and experience this. It is a really magical place. The Prayer Rock is a super high vibrational space where you can really, really connect in deep to something higher, whatever that higher thing is you wish to connect into. And what I'll add an additional invitation is 
If you don't already have a sacred spot out in nature, really, really out in nature, I invite you to invite one in. It will find you and just say, I'm ready for my sacred spot. Ideally, it's someplace near your home that's very easy to get to, but you can have more than one if you think of one at a favorite travel destination. You know, my dad has his prayer rock and I've definitely borrowed it while I'm here. And for me, it's walking through the dunes where I live and it's just my special sacred spot. You know, the Native Americans had sit spots where they would go and they would all, they would find a place that was just their place and they would go and sit and contemplate and pray and just be and just connect to nature and listen to the metal arcs. So if you have one, I invite you to refortify your routine to go connect to that spot. If you don't have one, I invite you to allow one into your experience. And like I said, it will find you. All right. So that's all we have for this okay. pretty deep episode yeah. of Soul Guide Radio. My dad will never come back on the show. Would you ever come back? We have invited. Okay. So we'll, <laughs> I will, we're going to have to have a part two yeah. to figure out, did you feel the energy vortex? Yes. And what was the second thing? Did you, there was one other thing. Mm. Well, anyway, the yeah. second thing, whatever that was. It'll come to us off air. It'll come to us. And I always end each episode with, until next time, may your soul guide the way. So, until next time. May your soul guide the way. Are you ready to deepen your connection to your intuitive gifts? Then it's time for 10 High Vibe Minutes, the ultimate daily mindfulness practice for soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In only 10 minutes per day, you'll keep your energy high vibe and aligned to your highest dreams while transforming your daily practice into a powerful tool to manifest big wealth and abundance. Get free access now on my website, alisonscammell.com or in the show notes.